Welcome everyone to the Shepherd Talk podcast with Pastor Ray Jones from Ridgecrest Baptist Church. This conversation is centered on reaching, building, and connecting you to the mission God has in store for your life. We hope these practical conversations help to encourage and equip you to follow Jesus in a greater way. Pastor, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Chase. Question for you today. Last time we talked about favorite tradition, kind of favorite food, favorite Christmas movie. Oh, without a doubt for me, it's Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart. Wonderful Life. What's your favorite part? Uh, I think my favorite part is really that that whole middle scene where he discovers what life would be like in that little city if he had never been born. And I think that has a real kind of profound significance. Actually, I think it has it's some spiritual lessons yeah. there because God put us here on purpose. And if we, if we weren't here, we couldn't live out that purpose and there would be lives that were not affected by our life. And so, uh, that's, that's hands down. Uh, it's a wonderful life is hands down. Uh, my favorite, uh, you know, we're going to watch every year white Christmas, my wife, that's a thing. And <laughs> I've always teased her. I said, you know, the only time that's a Christmas movie is at the end, right? you know, that last scene, but everybody kind of lives for that last scene and that, that movie. What's your favorite? Well, you make me feel bad all, you know, intentional and purposeful about your, it's a wonderful life. My favorite is Elf. Elf. Buddy yeah. the Elf. I've seen Elf, and that's that's funny. I, I like there's another one by the guy, Sinbad. What is the movie? Oh, Turbo Man? The one with yeah, Turbo Man? Yeah, it has Man? Turbo Man um, in it. Jingle All the Way. Uh, Jingle All the Way. Uh, that's Arnold, pretty funny. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Sinbad. Uh, yeah, that, that that one's pretty funny uh, to me. In terms of the more contemporary ones, you know, that one's funny. And Christmas with the Cranks, Yeah, that's I think it's pretty funny, you right. know, in terms of... Okay contemporary ones but there are a lot of good old ones miracle on 34th street right you know and they they remade that that's a really cool movie Mm -hmm. so there are a lot of there are a lot of good and then i know i know chase you love the hallmark christmas well i mean it's plays pretty regularly at my house i can tell you that so that's what i fall asleep fall asleep to every night it it plays on probably every married couples (laughs) right I bought my wife this year a sweatshirt. I can say this because it's not a Christmas gift, but it says on the front, I gave it to her early. It says, this is my Hallmark Christmas movie watching sweatshirt. <laughs> That's perfect. So, I need to find one of those. Yeah, so. Amazon? Uh, my my daughter told me about it, and I, she sent me a link, and I ordered it, but it wasn't Amazon. Amazon. You might find it on Amazon. Probably. but. At any rate, uh, that's I gave that to her. I said, "Here, you might as well go ahead, th- ha- go ahead and have this, right? So you can watch all these movies, right?" Well, uh, so. pastors, we think about Christmas. You know, we're we're there. You know, pretty much. You know, week of Christmas, a week before, and in that, um, it's so easy to get caught up in the busyness of the season. It's so easy, you know, go from Christmas party to Christmas party. Um, you said recently you're tired of turkey and ham, you know, I mean, it's yeah. just because it's just so routine and regular. And, uh, you know, I think one of the major things as we think about, uh, you know, following after Jesus and celebrating this time of year is not missing the, the reason and the reason we celebrate and the, the magnitude of that. And so just for a minute today, you know, I, let's start personally thinking through and, and helping those that are listening. What are some things that you would encourage people to do at this time of year to make sure they don't miss the true meaning of Christmas? Well, try to slow down. I mean, that's part of the reason we miss it is because we're the pace that we run at at, at this season is so incredible. And uh, I think if you're going to 
really get the season as a believer we're talking mostly to believers here right. i would assume and and uh, you know we can run at this christmas pace even good christmas things or settings right. and yet the pace is so quick that we can miss out on the message we have the message in the back of our minds right but our pace can be so fast that we actually don't settle in enough to enjoy what what is this all about and you know i think um i was uh, before you guys came in to to uh, record this podcast i was working on my my christmas message for this sunday and i was thinking about to just a few things that were special to me when i was a kid uh, growing up with with my mom and what i remember um, and i won't go into all of those things as much as what i remember is there weren't as many things pulling at us at Christmas. Now, there was the commercialization of Christmas. That's been around for a long, long time. Right. But there weren't the kinds of things pulling at us here. You got to go here. You got to do this. You got to be here. And that I don't know if that's uh, good or bad, but I know this as uh, in our family, uh, as kids, and you know the story. My parents at that stage in my life weren't overly involved in church, uh, just kind of. Um, loosely involved in church. So church wasn't a huge part of the Christmas thing, though the Christmas story was. Right. You know, but uh, I, I think if we can slow down a little bit uh, to think about um, what is it really all about. This year it's particularly tough because Thanksgiving came so, so late. Right. And I've had so many people say, wow, it's like Christmas just jumped on top of us all of a sudden. And and part of that's because of the lateness, I think, of Thanksgiving. Right. But the the, I mean, one of the key things is learn to slow down. If you you just got to make yourself slow down, you don't probably have to do everything right. that everybody you wants you to do yeah. at Christmas. Can't say no. Um, you you said you know I mentioned to our staff I'm actually getting tired of turkey and ham, and I love turkey and ham. I love dressing, all those things. Right. And I love this season. I get to go to a lot of Christmas parties. I mean, a lot of Christmas parties with right. all the different small groups having parties. And uh, we generally get invited to, to most of those. And we like to go. But, you know, uh, man, I've eaten so much turkey and so much <laughs> ham already. I don't know. We may have Mexican for Christmas. I don't know because <laughs> we've eaten eaten so much. But, but uh, you, you know, our life is different because we're empty nesters. And so our pace, we can handle things for example you you guys with the kids and everything right. and man that adds a dimension to this whole whole thing so i think you gotta you gotta find ways to slow down a little bit to right. appreciate the season right speaking of kids and and you know family life let's talk about that for a second you know going back to you know when you guys were in more of a situation like i am with three younger right. kids with karis and um, even now a little bit with Bodie, like the thought process there. What are some things that you would encourage that y'all may have done in the past to help kids? If there's young families out there listening or parents or grandparents, what are some things to help kids kind of take their mind off of the presence or the getting and the receiving yeah, yeah. of what this is all about? What are some things that y'all used to do to kind of help make sure even as little as my one-year-old, my yeah. five-year-old and six-year-old, you know? Well, my wife is probably better at, at that than I am, to be honest. Uh, but we tried to do something that focused on Christ uh, uh, all through the month. Allison had a, a Christmas calendar that had days and Karis could move some figures 
you know, from day to day. Yeah. And then uh, we would we would read a portion of like the Christmas story, right. and we would begin the Christmas story. We wouldn't try to read the whole story, but we'd make each day we kind of build on the story leading up to to Christmas, and right. then we would culminate by reading the entire story together as a family. My wife would also uh, when when we'd start talking about presents because as you know kids I, I mean that is there I mean they understand presents come at Christmas. Right. My wife and I would be very conscientious about saying uh, God has been good to us and the greatest gift was Jesus and we would try to help her understand that the reason that you receive gifts are because of the, God's great gift to right. us and right. so uh, we do that. My wife would also uh, do uh, what she called a birthday party for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You know, and right. so that Jesus becomes the focus of what this is all about. And so she would do a birthday party, but uh, in the evenings, we would generally build up on the Christmas story. So we would start with right. the uh, Christmas story. We would teach uh, the lessons of gifts. What are gifts about? And what is is uh, God's great gift to us? And we would talk about We would find little things. We even um, would talk about the Christmas tree and then another tree. Yeah, yeah. The Christmas tree reminds us that there was another tree. Yeah. And Jesus would grow up, and one day he would die on that tree. Correct, yeah. And so we would try to take uh, stuff and, and give it some symbolic yeah, significance uh, to her. And it's amazing what you can do. For example, we would talk about the ornaments that we would hang on the tree and we talk about them from the perspective of, you know, the wise men came right. and they brought, you know, the uh, frankincense and myrrh right. and these sorts of things to adorn right. the That's Savior. Yeah. And so we would talk about that kind of thing. So we look for little ways to help uh, connect some some dots so right. that it wasn't just, hey, that's a tree. Uh, those are ornaments. Uh, those are my gifts. But significance, add significance to right. the uh, to all the kind of trappings and events of Christmas. You know, this year for us and our family, we started reading through Luke chapter Luke two one and following, and kind of what I said my goal was going to be to just read a verse a night, kind of leading up until right. Christmas. And you start thinking about that, and there's you're trying to okay, how, what am I gonna how am I gonna pull something out of just these verses? But it's been really neat to have Collins and Asher ask questions about who's that Q, the guy that names, they call him, we call him Q-Man, the guy that, you know, at the beginning, Quirinius. And, right. uh, and then they also like to ask the question when it talked about the Empire, if that was Star Wars or not. So um, 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 you get some funny yeah. questions, but it's been great conversations as a family. And then I think you said, it, you know, our wives are probably better at a lot of this than we are, but yeah. Lee does a good job of putting something out there for our kids to, we want to do something for someone else. So giving yeah. back, like yeah. we'll make cookies and take them to the neighbors or something like that. Yeah. That kind of helps our kids kind of turn their minds. Get it off, off of, of this is about me and this is about something else. We would also, from time to time uh, over the years, we would, especially as our daughter got a little older, right. we would go to like the rescue mission. We've been down there and we yeah. would serve on Christmas Day. We would get up because, again, we would get the gifts and all the presents and then we'd say let's go help somebody let's gonna let's go do something and so uh on uh, not every year but a number of times we we would go down and find out what time are you serving would we be would it be all right if we came down and helped your volunteers yeah. and serve and it was just part of it was 
we wanted our daughter to understand how good God had been to us. That's good. Um, but also we wanted her to understand as we have received, let's also be givers. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. I think one of my favorite pastors, as far as things that have helped me over the years, um, at my grandparents' house every year before we do anything else as far as opening gifts, my grandfather has read Luke 2, the Christmas mm-hmm. story. And mm-hmm. man, just to stop for a second and to see him as such a pivotal person in our family's history and life and some right. just a huge person God's used to um, just to, just to take that quick moment. It's not, not a whole lot of time and we move on pretty quickly, but it is a, a time for our family to kind of refocus our brains on what this time of the year. Well, is about. and, and what, yeah, and that's cool. See, to have those things, because what happens is what you experience, you tend to pass on. Right. That's good. Okay. Yeah. And so that's why, that's why it really is. If you're a young parent out there, it is important to, I think, establish some, uh, we might call a spiritual traditions related to Christians, I mean to Christmas, that right. you can pass on to your kids because that will become significant to them yeah. because the holiday is so significant. And they'll remember those things and they'll say, I've got to pass those things on uh, to my kids. And the fact is, whatever you, and I think this word will make sense, whatever you sacramentalize as a parent, right. they will sacramentalize. And That's so good. that means yeah. if you if you sacramentalize the wrong things at Christmas, they will too. Right. And so, so we really need to think through uh, how can we make uh, significance uh, in, in this holiday. You know, one of the things we do, and you guys do, because, <laughs> you know, it's part of being uh, on our team, but the Christmas Eve service right. uh, has been a very special thing. I've been in ministry now over 40 years, and I can't think of too many Christmases um, that there was not, that we weren't a part of a Christmas Eve service, whether right. I was on a staff or yeah. whether I was actually leading it. Yeah. And uh, it's really a special it part is. of our Christmas. So uh, it just sets the tone for Christmas yeah. Eve for yeah. us, us and too. then yeah. for the next day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Karis and uh, Luke, and uh, they've been involved with us, and Karis, of course, all our life. And then Luke, when he became a part of our family, when he married right. uh, Karis. And we look forward to Bodie yeah. eventually yeah. being a yeah. part of that. And, yeah. and so those kinds of things become, they just... They, a child and a family will attach that to the season. And so if it it does have some sacredness to it, you know, we'll be doing uh, our uh, Christmas Eve service on Christmas right. Eve this right. year here right. at Ridgecrest from yeah. 6 to 7. And um, it'll it's amazing how many people show yeah, up for that. It is. And I wish they showed up for that as faithfully, <laughs> you know, showed up for other things as right. faithfully. But they'll right. show up for that. Yeah. And that's because that is that represents something. It does. Uh, people might say, "Well, you know, that's just you know they're they're just kind of getting it in at Christmas." I I don't think so. I I'm glad they're here, and yeah. uh, because there it is, a, and it's usually as you guys well know, it's a pretty, it's a just a special forty five fifty minutes right. uh, together, and right. uh, those kinds of things that you can build in. Right. And you can, with your family, right. it helps them, it does help them to see the sacred nature right. of what's going on. And that's even been special for us, Pastor, with young kids. And it's not always the easiest thing for them to come in a setting like that and sit right. for, you know, 45 yeah. to, minutes to an hour. But 
it's been worth it. We've had to do, you yeah. know, you had to be quiet, you know, give them something to sure. kind of focus, but it, it there's, they do get things out of it and it gives us an opportunity as a family to be together and then talk to them at dinner or that night, you know, bring them back to some things that we talked about in that and, service. And or something. that will, they, that will be special to them right. as they get older and older and older. And one day when you're my age, Chase, they will start passing that on yeah. to the next generation. Right. So that's why we have to we have to think carefully about what are we sacramentalizing because our kids will sacramentalize that right. and pass it on to the next generation. Right, right. That's the part of discipleship and that starting at home and the, really is. the working of that and uh, is vital to utilize this time of year when it's the time of the year for us um, to help those in our families to, to see that. And so pastor, any last thoughts today for those that are listening when it comes to the Christmas season and just uh, where they find themselves? Well, um, you, you know, I preached a message a few weeks ago on depression to start the Christmas season. <laughs> right. You know, that's not generally the most exciting message. They come this week as we inaugurate the Christmas season <laughs> here, I'm going to talk to you about being depressed. Right. right. But um, this is a season where there's greater depression than any other time of the year. Yeah. In fact, a man grabbed me this past uh, Sunday and said, Pastor, do you see the headline of the newspaper today? I said, I hadn't had a chance to look at it. He said, the front page is about depression and the holidays. Wow. I said, they're, they're a couple of weeks late. I, I wish I'd <laughs> had it back, back when I did the message. But here's what I would say to that. Uh, be careful that you don't allow the season to, um, uh, to frazzle you, so to speak. Right. And because that's when you'll find yourself going into a kind of a despair over, over it. But focus on the, the promises of God in that's this good. season. Yeah. You know, uh, focus on the fact God loves me. Uh, you may be going through a Christmas season. Um, I was counseling with a lady who just lost her husband, and she says, I'm just so, I'm so discouraged going into this season. And I said, well, let's talk about what's positive. Number one, rejoice this year. He is with Jesus and he's well. Right. And uh, rejoice because you know that God loves you. Rejoice. You have kids that love you. Uh, put your eyes on the things that God has done for you. Uh, his son, of course. But put your eyes on what God has done for you so that the devil doesn't take your heart and mind down a dark tunnel of what's not uh, working right. uh, for you. Right. And I think if our... Uh, if, if, if you can do that, uh, it'll help you navigate this season um, with a greater sense of joy. And uh, and I really believe that the, that the season is about joy, not about happiness, but right. joy that is found in the birth of our Savior. Right. That's so good, Pastor. Thank you for these uh, thoughts when it comes to Christmas. And uh, as we wrap up today, I know you have a free resource that you want to make available to those that are listening. Yeah, uh, this week uh, what we want to offer is a part one, and we'll offer part uh, two next week, uh, entitled What Drives People? What is it? Six common negative forces that drive people. Uh, and then the next one I'll talk about the positive forces uh, that drive people. What are some negative forces that drive people and the consequence of that? It's a free resource, What Drives People, Part 1, if you'll write to us at shepherdtalk at uh, rbcdothan.org. 
then we'll be happy to get that uh, resource to you. So that shepherd talk at rbcdothan.org and just ask for the free resource, uh, What Drives People at Part One. And I just want to say Merry Christmas to our audience. Thank you for uh, listening to this podcast. I hope it's a great encouragement and I look forward to sharing another with you next week. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Shepherd Talk podcast. We hope God will continue to use you to reach the lost, build up other believers, and connect your life to the mission and purpose God has for you. We look forward to more talks in the days ahead with Pastor Ray.